0: Welcome to Kingdom.Think. Today is Joshua 5, 6, Psalms 99, and Acts 10. So in Acts is an interesting story. It seems like a very simple story, like not a big deal, but you really want to recognize these crucial key pivoting moments, and this is one of them, um, And but yet it seems really subtle. So let me show you what I mean. At Sisera, at there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion, who uh, who in what was known as the Italian regime. So he was not a Jewish man. Um, I'm assuming that's Roman. He's in part of the Roman army. So considered a Gentile because he's not a Jew. So, well, let me tell you what I mean. Okay, so, and, but this particular Roman soldier, he and his family were devout and God-fearing he gave generously to those in need and prayed for God reg- prayed to God regularly, so God-fearing meaning he honored and respected God, and he prayed regularly. so when they say someone is God-fearing, there's a certain reverence. yes, you can love God, but when you're a God-fearing person, that means you have your eye on the target and you have your eye on God. And there's a reverence. There's just such a high regard and high respect. And you live that way. So that's what that means. So Cornelius was, okay, so God spoke to Cornelius. He said, Cornelius, Cornelius stared at, stared, stared at him in fear. Oh, he literally appeared. What is it, Lord, he asked. The, oh, it was an angel. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. So he basically tells them, go send your, send a couple of your people, also soldiers, to Joppa and find this man named Simon, who they call Peter. Bring him here. So that's exactly what they did. In the meantime, Peter is resting and he falls into a trance, basically goes into a deep sleep. And while he's asleep, um, he saw heaven open up and something like a large sheet being let down to the earth by four corner by its four corners. It, all, it contained all kinds of four, four-footed animals, as well as reptiles and birds. Then the voice said, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him in a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. So Peter woke, wakes up and he's like, What? I don't get that dream at all. He's uh, confused. and at, And this is when... Cornelius's, um, the people he sends arrived at Peter's door and they, they call for Peter. And Peter's like, I'm, I'm he, I'm who you're looking for. Oh, wait, before this, uh, while Peter was thinking about his vision, the spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate and go with them. So they appeared and he went with them. Um, Tells him that we're going to take you to Cornelius's place. Um, when he arrived at the house, he saw that there was a bunch of people. Okay, let's see. Um, the following day, so he left the following day to Cornelius's place. While talking with them, Peter went inside and found a large gathering. He said to them, You are well aware that this is against our law for a Jew to associate. Or visit with a Gentile, but God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean, so now the dream is making sense so when I sent when I was sent for, I came without raising any objections. May I ask why you sent me so I guess the point and the the pivoting moment here is number one prior to this because we're we've been reading the Old Testament, we can tell that everything was about. Make setting the Israelites apart, all the laws, all the rules, the old Test, the Ten Commandments, everything, the whole story was designed for the chosen people, which were the Israelites. So up to this point, all the Jews think that everything relating to God is for them set apart. But now Jesus has come onto the scene, and now that Jesus died on the cross for everyone's sins, it's no longer just for the jews peter is saying i get it i understand the dream god is trying to tell me that what was considered um unclean before god has made um redeemed it by jesus dying on the cross so all the people that are not jews can now listen to the message and so peter preaches to them and they get it they get slain, anointed with the holy spirit the holy spirit came on all of them who heard the message the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. So pe- so Peter's pre- spreading the message, the good news, and these Gentiles are getting anointed with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that cool? That's the pivoting moment, that now it says that the gospel can be preached to um to everyone. Gentiles included. So cool. Okay. Psalms 99. Here we go. The Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The King is mighty. He loves justice. You have you have established equity. Um, and Jacob, you have done in Jacob you have done what is just and right exalt the lord our god and worship at his footstool he is holy moses and aaron were among his priests samuel was among those who called on his name they called on the lord and he answered them he spoke to them from the pillar of cloud they kept his statutes and decrees statutes and decrees and he gave them that he gave them lord our god you answer them you you were to Israel a forgiving God, though you punished their misdeeds. Exalt the Lord our God God, and worship at his holy mountain for the Lord our God is holy. Again, a beautiful psalm um, worth repeating. It's like this beautiful affirmation of how awesome. So here, if somebody is struggling to really identify, is God real? Is he not real? These are the kind of psalms that you just read over and over like like an affirmation um, because repetition is what instill things in your soul and in your mind. Um, so this is a great passage to just remind you who God is, his character, and what he's done. In Joshua 5 and 6, so we know they haven't fully, they're on the other side of the Jordan, um, so the Israelites have crossed the Jordan, but they haven't taken over um, Jericho yet, and that's what they're gonna do so but can you imagine what the 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 other tribes on the other side of the Jordan are thinking? Sure enough, rumor got around about what happened and how God parted the the um, the Jordan, and they were freaked. Out. Their hearts were so scared and they lo- no longer had the courage to face the Israelites. So God gave um, Joshua instructions on how to enter into to Jericho. He said, for seven days, let's see, have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpet. When you hear them sound a loud blast. Okay, so basically for seven days, they march around blowing the trumpet and then on the seventh day they march around but then at the very end they shout and then when they shouted the walls came tumbling down and they invaded the land and took over the land and but they saved that uh they saved Rahab who was the prostitute who had protected the spies so yep they got saved and anyone else who was in their household and then they lived among the Israelites after that So let's see, at the time Joshua pronounced the solemn oath, cursed before the Lord is the one who undertakes to rebuild the city. So basically they're going to keep the city unbuilt as a symbol, memorial to God's provisions and deliverance. And he said, um, later on it's rebuilt and we'll talk, I'm sure we'll cover that, (laughs) I think. And later on it's rebuilt and I believe somebody must have lost... The one of their child or something, but anyways, he's he puts a curse on the land because so that nobody will rebuild it. So that was Joshua five six, Psalms ninety nine, and Acts ten. That was a lovely one, not too dramatic. Well, I guess it was dramatic that the walls of Jericho came tumbling down, but for some reason, it wasn't written so dramatic. It was um, sweet, simple powerful it was like effective like god just showed up and made it happen and then of course the psalms amazing celebration and then acts the holy spirit showing how things are done so i hope you enjoyed that that was joshua 5 6 psalms 99 and acts 10 make it a great day